Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm going to be going through five do not draft wide receivers for the 2021 fantasy football season. So these are guys that I think are currently overpriced at their ADP and I think they're going to end up being disappointments this year for fantasy. If you guys watch this video and you enjoy the content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. And also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Do you guys agree that these are bad players to pick at their current ADP? Are these guys that you're fine targeting? Let me know down below and I'll respond to everyone who comments. But let's get started by talking about C.D. Lamb. I've talked about how bad I believe his ADP is for a long time, and it has just continued to get higher and higher. Right now, he is being picked as the wide receiver nine. This is an early third round selection. And like I mentioned, I just think this is far too early. I mean, this is even ahead of Keenan Allen, who is like the established number one on what's going to be a high-powered passing offense. So I just think that is absurd. He's a very good young receiver. I'm not taking away from his talent or what I do believe he can be in the NFL, but I just don't think he's proven to be this valuable of a fantasy asset. You know, I view him more as a, you know, mid to high end wide receiver two instead of a lower end wide receiver one. I don't think he's done anything to prove that he is the better option than Amari Cooper, you know, in terms of real NFL play, and then also as a fantasy football asset. There's also news coming out that Dak Prescott may not be 100% for the season. So that's just kind of another thing that's going against C.D. Lamb's value. And so right now, this is probably one of my least favorite ADPs of any player in any round at any position. And I just think people are projecting too big of a jump from his wide receiver 34 finish last season. Next up, I'm going to talk about Tyler Lockett. And his ADP has suddenly shot up basically out of nowhere. You know, basically the entire offseason, he was going somewhere in like the wide receiver 19 to wide receiver 24 range, you know, kind of in that lower wide receiver two area. But recently I've seen that now he is going as the wide receiver 15, and that is a late third round pick. I just think this is a bad pick here because of his wild game splits. You know, I do think he could easily finish this high or even above this ADP on a points per game basis. He was the wide receiver 12 in points per game last season, so we know he can put up wide receiver one production. But the issue is that there's just no consistency. He can single-handedly win you weeks, but he's also very capable of just totally losing weeks and just self-destructing. In 2020, he scored 48.7% of his total points in three weeks. And this isn't just something that happened in 2020. It's a similar trend that occurred in 2019. So in 2019, he scored 42.5% of his total points that year in three weeks. So he's just going far too early, in my opinion, to want to put up with this boom or bust production. You know, I could understand the pick as a lower end wide receiver too, but this early, I'm just not buying it, especially with other players like Mike Evans, Cooper Cup, Julio Jones, and a bunch of other top options that I have ranked ahead of him being drafted after his current price tag. The third wide receiver that I'm gonna be avoiding at their current price tag is Jamar Chase. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 24 overall. That's a late fourth or early fifth round pick. And I could kind of understand this ADP throughout the offseason. He's kind of been in this range, you know, as a low-end wide receiver two, a high-end wide receiver three. And I was never really buying him at this ADP just because we haven't seen him produce in the NFL. And I wasn't really trying to buy in on an unknown receiver. 
but I could understand the argument. You know, he had an amazing college career. He was the better wide receiver on that LSU team with Justin Jefferson, and you saw what Justin Jefferson did as the rookie. So I could definitely see the logic, you know, to him being picked this high. But in the past few weeks, with all the reports coming out of training camp, I think everyone needs to reevaluate Jamar Chase's current ADP. He has wildly underperformed in training camp and in his preseason games. We heard some reports that he was failing to create separation during training camp. And you know, I saw the reports. I was thinking, you know, it's not ideal, but I wasn't immediately writing him off. You know, maybe it was just a little bit of a slow start in training camp. You know, he did opt out the last season. So maybe he's just getting his feet wet again. But at the same time, we were also hearing reports that T. Higgins was feasting. So at this point, I was kind of thinking, you know, maybe T. Higgins is locked in as the alpha there. You know, Jamar Chase could be the two or the three, you know, depending on where you rank him and Tyler Boyd. So I still wanted to see how this all was going to play out. I didn't want to make any drastic decisions until I watched the Bengals' second preseason game. Chase was targeted three times and had three drops. And this slow start doesn't mean he's going to be terrible this season. You know, he could still go out and be a great NFL wide receiver, but it just means that I'm not confident picking him this high for this season. I just don't know if it's all going to come together this year. Some players do need some time to settle in, but at this ADP, you're going to need him to produce right away. And I just don't think I'm comfortable throwing Jamar Chase into my lineup on week one and, you know, expecting wide receiver two production. Up next here, I have Jerry G. Judy, and I've definitely talked about him in a few videos, how I'm not a big fan of him this season. I really just don't understand why his ADP is so high. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 27, a mid fifth round pick. But really, what has Jerry Judy done in the NFL to warrant this ADP? You know, he had a solid rookie season in 16 games. He caught 52 passes for 856 receiving yards and three total touchdowns but he ended up finishing as the 57th overall wide receiver in points per game. These are some players who actually finished ahead of him in terms of points per game last season. We had Kiki QT, Christian Kirk, and even his own teammate at wide receiver, Tim Patrick. I still think this Broncos passing offense is going to be in the bottom half of the NFL. I think we know who Drew Locke is as a quarterback. He's not great. I don't think he's going to be able to support all these weapons. And I don't really have much more hope for Teddy Bridgewater. You know, he averaged 248 yards per game last season, which was pretty middle of the pack in terms of quarterbacks. But that was with a receiving core of DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Curtis Samuel. That is a pretty top tier wide receiver room. And he still really wasn't able to support all of those guys sufficiently. And then the Broncos also have Corlin Sutton coming back who I think is clearly the best wide receiver on this team. So now you have Jerry Judy falling to the wide receiver two, probably at best. You also have Noah Fant there. You know, you've got two solid options at running back. There's just a lot of cooks in the kitchen for an offense that I don't think is going to be that great. And I think Judy's ADP is being driven up by his college profile and not his actual NFL production. So this is going to be a pretty solid fade for me here. All right, the last receiver I'm going to talk about that I will not be drafting this year is Mike Williams. It seems like every year people are projecting Mike Williams to have his, you know, big breakout. This is going to be his year. He's a sleeper. He's undervalued, all of this stuff. But if you look at the last three seasons, he has put together nearly identical fantasy production. So in 2018, he averaged 11.1 PPR points per game that ranked 40th amongst wide receivers. Then in 2019, 10.8 PPR points per game, 47th among wide receivers. 
And then in 2020, 11 PPR points per game, and that ranked 49th at the wide receiver position. So he's actually trending downwards in terms of his yearly finishes. And he's being drafted as the wide receiver 38. That's an early to mid seventh round pick. And you know, that may not seem like the worst spot for him to be drafted. You know, if he's finishing somewhere in that like 40 to 50 overall range, being picked as the 38th wide receiver isn't terrible. But when I'm just looking at some of the guys going after him, I think there are some pretty clear better options. I think you have safer players like Juju Smith-Schuster and Brandon Cooks. And I also think there are just some better ceiling plays, maybe a guy like Will Fuller or DJ Chark, you know, who could potentially take over the number one role on the Jaguars. I'm just not seeing much of a ceiling for Mike Williams, and I don't think the floor is great either. You know, on a yearly or even a week-to-week basis, we saw his yearly finishes, you know, 11 PPR points per game. Do you ever feel comfortable throwing that guy into your lineup, especially when he is so inconsistent week to week? He is totally a boomer bust player, you know, kind of similar to Tyler Lockett, maybe not as extreme, but he's definitely a guy I'd feel very nervous throwing into my lineup, you know, in any week. And then you also have guys like Guyton and Johnson playing behind Mike Williams on the depth chart, who I think are going to continue to improve and probably eat into Mike Williams' overall workload. So that leads me to avoid him here at his current price. So those are the five wide receivers I'm going to be avoiding at their current draft price. Let me know down in the comment section if you agree with all the players I talked about. If you disagree, if you agree, either way, let me know your reasoning down below and I'll respond to everyone who comments. Thank you guys for stopping by, watching, and listening. Stay tuned. I'm going to be putting out a mock draft every single day leading up into the season. And then I'm also going to do kind of a similar set of videos for the tight end and quarterback position. So must draft tight ends and quarterbacks, and then also do not draft tight ends and quarterbacks. So look out for that. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you again, and I'll see you tomorrow.